Well, before we continue on with this creaky chair, before we stop creaking in that chair, <laughs> stop <laughs> the creaking, knock it off. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight of the Scarlet Halls, I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. This is episode 51 of Do Not Relent. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news, breaking news. We have a PvP brawl swap out. What, what, what? What's going on with that? They decided that they didn't want to do comp stomp anymore, so they got rid of it, and now it's a Rathy Blizzard. So now you can do double a Rathy. No, wait. That's different. Never mind. That joke doesn't work anymore. But yeah, so they, they just got rid of comp stomp. Not going to lie, I don't know off the top of my head what that even means, so fine, I guess. Comstomp is the one where you're on a Rathy Basin, mm. the one where you have the the five little bases, you know, mines, the mines and the the logging camp, or what's it called? Wood something? Lumber mill. <laughs> well, you know, you know, wood something. Good old that. So is this the one, isn't this the one that they just updated? Yeah, but I guess there was something wrong with the bots. <laughs> there were some technical difficulties that was it wasn't working right. I don't know if the bots were breaking or what was up. So they just were like, well, you know what? Let's give them the other Arathi map. The one where it's all snowy and stuff. You know, it's, it's like really hard to see. It's super, super like blizzardy. It's the one where it's really hard. To, you can't even see ahead, right? Right. That happened like 15 minutes ago. So, you know, we have that hot breaking news for your ears, even though this is edited and processed on a different day than when we record it. Well, I just found out what Cromp... <laughs> what comp stomp was yesterday so i'm officially mad yeah actually this does kind of suck because comp stomp is a really easy win most of the time so you can just go in there and get your conquest really quickly and then just like come out but now you have to actually fight human brains for it and human brains ain't Uh. so nice but yeah so i guess we should just move in quickly and talk about what we did in a while this week Aaron, how about you? What was your week in the World of Warcraft like? This week in the World of Warcraft, I continued my adventures towards becoming the Lore Master, knocked out the Fs in Kalimdor, uh, Felwood and Feralis. Not too much. Go- Actually, you know what? I was about to say not too much going on there, but I do remember that Feralis, a big part of it, you follow the adventures of like three worgen ladies that are defenders Ooh. of the realm and i'm like hell yeah i'm out here with my people they had i want to say it was like simplistic names it was like sybil i can't even pretend to remember i meant to write it down and then i super didn't but i enjoyed i enjoyed my adventures with those girls as far as in like current yum stuff it was just Getting more gold. You know how it goes. That grind. Now, when you were in Fellwood, did you get your rainbow generator toy? I did not, but I'm going to go and grab it sometime because it's like one of the top toys. You got to shoot them beams at bosses' butts. It's the best thing in this game. <laughs> but that was my week. Immune, what did you get up to? Well, not a whole lot, because I was the reason that last episode was late, because I had all of my wisdom teeth pulled, and I was on drugs for a few days and didn't play. But, 
Yesterday, we ventured into the Karox Revenge for like four or five rounds of it. Ooh, we did. And I think that now that I understand what is going on in it, it is not as bad as I previously said it was. <gasps> wow. <gasps> you hate it. character development. I mean, I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying it's not awful. And, like, one of the games I spent the entire time, like, back at our base, I spent, like, half of it mining, and I was like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> oh, Ian, wait a minute. Ian and the boys at at center control are like, we did it. He said it's not the worst. And everyone's high-fiving and hugging each other. It's not the worst, gang. But can we talk about the part that he decided it wasn't the worst at was when he was in the mines mining? <laughs> that was the part you enjoyed? No, I was just saying that, like, that's something I did this week. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I thought you were like, this is, this is it. <laughs> I mind. I mind. I love this shit now. No, and I didn't even say I love or even like this shit. I just said I don't dislike it as much as I said I disliked it before, which was saying that it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Okay. <laughs> we're bullying immune into backing down. It's, it's awful. I hate it. Okay? Listen, Are you happy now, Dad? Be honest. Do you like like Arathi? Or do you like like Alterac Valley, or do you just like Alterac Valley? Neither. You gotta pick one of them. You must like like it. You gotta like like it. I just dislike it, not dis dislike it. <laughs> but yeah, slide. What did you do in WoW this week? I am going through that phase in my life where I'm looking at who's gonna be my main in the next expansion, or maybe even the next oh, patch. Snap. And I've the honkometer. Honkometer is here, baby. And I've been playing a lot of Death Knight, leveling him through AV. Uh, I've gained probably 12, 13 levels just doing AV. It's quick, easy, fun. So I think, I don't know, I think Death Knight is going to be added to the fucking silver platter of alt choices I had to pick from. Which now brings my alt choices to mm, literally any class. Because it's that's my last one to get to max level. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Can the honkometer handle this? Or do you need to like recalibrate it? In reality, I, this, I'm not playing Warlock. I'm not playing... Oh, God. I'm not playing Druid. <laughs> Tapeworm was out there. He was like, this is my time, boys. <laughs> I'm going to be at the top of the honkometer. And he only got to live that for like 15 seconds. I, I do try Warlock every... I say every like eight months to see if I like it. Um, and I haven't tried it in about eight months. So maybe, you know what? Maybe after this, I'll go try Tapeworm and see how Warlock feels. And fucking add him to the goddamn list of characters I can play. I'm just going to tell you now, uh, you got to really enhance the experience by being Void Elf. Because Void Elf Warlock is the most original thing one can do. And that's not even a diss because I have one. Immune has one. Tyre has one. It's the way to go. I think I'll leave the Void Elves to the fucking pretty boys over here. Because my beautiful warlock is a lovely little dirty regular dwarf. With the dirtiest looking face <laughs> in the world. He he was he was pre Dark Iron and it was like he's gonna be Dark Iron when that comes out, and then he never got converted because that costs money. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. Speaking of paying for stuff, Blizzard has added their Black Friday deals into the mix. And there's actually ooh, 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 ooh. actually something that could benefit me at least. Uh if you're a new subscription to WoW or like if you're a new WoW account, your first month of WoW is half off. So this means if you're recruiting yourself that you can do it now for 
half the price? Kind of, I guess, because you can just put one month into two months and then just put it on different accounts you just made and recruit yourself for that sweet, sweet uh, Explorers League transmog. But unfortunately, there's no character services or anything else, so I can't change my tapeworm, my my dark, my fake Dark Iron Dwarf, to a real Dark Iron Dwarf for half the price yet. Which are they ever gonna add those to like the Black Friday sales, or are they gonna just keep those separate forever? I don't know. Has they, have they never been part of it? Yeah, those are the main things that like the people that play the games are going for, or at least playing WoW. Yeah, and the same with all the other sales. It's like half off of overwatch i'm like okay well what am i gonna start smurfing now uh you know what you should do that and then we when we you play with us we can play in regular matches and not <laughs> against people who've been playing for twenty thousand hours so yeah you know what start smurfing all yeah, right please by the time ta- <laughs> the way you play you'll be on my level by like tomorrow anyways Guys, the Hearthstone heroes are on sale. We can get those. What do you guys think? We should, we should, oh, we should shit. get one of the Hearthstone heroes. Doesn't that sound good? That sounds so good. Is that is that even for you guys' like silly billy auto chess mode, or is that just for the main game? That's just like a skin you can put on for the main game. You can buy Magneto. Oh, gross. Or... No one no one plays those anymore. Yeah, that's old hat. But do you know why the other reason that they put out sales. Mm, no. Uh, we're celebrating a little holiday involved in this week's Time Warp! <gasps> Whoa. <gasps> ah. Ow. This week, we will be... Actually, by the time you've heard this, more than likely, it will have already... Ha- actually, it will have already happened, because I'm not editing this tomorrow. <laughs> uh, it will have been American Thanksgiving, which means... World of Warcraft has Pilgrim's Bounty. Much like the real world, a big part of Pilgrim's Bounty is eating. And there are specific dishes that one can eat. On the count of three, can you name them for me? Oh, boy. And one, two, three. Mashed Pumpkin potatoes, pie, gravy, turkey, turkey macaroni uh, and cheese, please. I like a manwich, please. Um, um, tr- Cranberry t- Turkey sauce. legs. Um, stuffing. Uh, uh, grandma's stuffing. Um, a um, salad. Beet, beet salad. Beets. By Doc... Um, 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 uh, I think there's only like five of them. Or f- maybe even four. Pass the platter of chicken, please. Your f- finest chicken stromboli from... Um, Iron Forge, Ram Ram Legs. Time. Is is Ram Legs one of them? I really hope it is. Sorry, I had to deal with my phone there. Um, so it is not, and in the end, it was a close race. But Immune was able to get it with two. No. To slides one. Uh, Immune was able to get the cranberry chair. And while you both said the turkey chair, he said it first. And Slide, you got the stuffing chair. So you're telling me there's no mashed potatoes here? Nope. There is the pie chair and the sweet potato chair. Sweet potato? What kind of world? It's pumpkin, you heathens. No, I think those are two separate things. Like a (laughs) pie and then sweet potato. 
Wait, just a sweet potato? Like, just an uncooked sweet potato? Yeah, the, the sweet potato chair. Who the and fuck? the pie chair. Stupid. So, Immune, you take it. It's been a while. I mean, I'm sorry, it's been a while. I was like, it's been a while. Since I won the Tom Warp. Whoa, all right, nice duet. Thank you, thank you. I'm chugging the seltzer alcoholic beer I have in front of me right now. Are we not going to do name brands on episode 51? Close Sorry, to the year. Right. We're you're not right. getting, we're not giving free publicity. <laughs> what am I thinking? Hey, everybody out there. Your boy, it's your boy, Slide Whistle, chugging truly hard seltzers with a hint of black cherry, 5% alcohol, contains alcohol, hard seltzer with natural flavors, no calories, no wait, 100 calories, gluten free. Um, <laughs> this shit's full of calories. Hashtag live truly. Find my Instagram at truly on my Instagram. I'm drinking this truly now. Truly. You are truly drinking the truly. That's true, Lee, which is your real name. <gasps> I've said it on the podcast. Oh, no. oh, no. Okay. And then before we move into what else we're going to talk about, this is apparently a big week to push mythic keystones so big that wildhead had to be like hey everybody this is the perfect week to push keystones and i was like huh i haven't pushed a keystone in like uh i don't know three four weeks now so maybe i passed a keystone this morning it hurt oh boy again <laughs> tore my little pee hole up Ugh. Ooh. okay this is a, this is a real talk real talk okay, i was okay having a Thanksgiving function at work and the accountant was like, I can't eat pizza because it makes me <laughs> make uh, a uh, whatever those stones are called. Kidney stones. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's like, I can't have pizza. The grease makes me make kidney stones. So I was like, what? He's like, every time I have it, like three days later, I pass a sharp kidney stone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am not. I'm like, What's going on with that? He's like, I don't know. Something in the grease. Some of us that, are blessed like that. There's no way this man has an organ that converts pizza grease into dick stones. I don't think. I don't. No way. This man has. <laughs> this man has a urethral opening that looks like an old belt. Oh no. Have you asked him how he's eating the pizza? Is he shoving it into his dick? Like I. I. I, I is that. Is that how that works? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so afraid. <laughs> and like. I don't know if it's pizza grease or like just a very specific kind of grease. Can you imagine going out to eat and it's like mm, something feels weird in my tummy, Gladys? And then three days later, you're like, ah! It sounds like when he was a kid, somebody gave him a "Would you rather?" and it was like, "Would you rather do this or would you rather?" Whenever you eat pizza, you have dick kidney stones, and he was like, "Oh, I'll pick that one because that one's not so bad." And then he got cursed, and then it happened to him. Like it sounds so unreal. Yeah, I know. That's definitely 100% what happened to this man. That's gotta be it. <laughs> R.I.P. He was doing a Goofenheimer with his friends, and then he turned around, and it was Sinbad's Kazam. Now, question. If that <laughs> happened to you guys, would you guys still eat pizza every once in a while, or would you never risk it ever again? I'm convinced it's just it's something that happens to him, because, like, a three-day period is a long time, and, like, anything that could happen, anything he could have consumed or done in that time could have led to it. Say the, the last 40 times it was pizza. Would you, personally, still eat pizza, knowing the last 40 times you did, three days after, you were pissing rocks? I do love pizza. <laughs> what, what, what is this alternative? Pizza is, like, pizza is easily missable. It's like, I uh, you know, I do, I do enjoy a good, <laughs> a good Domino's, and I love tearing my dick hole up. 
I don't know, man. If I had to give up pizza completely, I don't know if I can do that. I think I'd have to enjoy an occasional slice and risk the dick rocks. So I would give up pizza for like 10 bucks. Damn. Well, it'd be really hard for me to give up pizza because, you know, I've been in the pizza category for a while now. And over the last 30 days, I've consumed approximately 40 whole pizzas. How many how many penis stones have you passed based on those 40? Uh, Probably 30 to 40. Oh, oh, okay. So you're in this camp. I I, I understand now. <laughs> you wait and see. <laughs> That's what I say after I eat all those pizzas and I know I'm gonna make dick rocks. They're like, Aaron, isn't that gonna hurt? <laughs> Just you wait. Oh, don't worry, man. You're gonna hear me clattering at the urinal later today. <laughs> no problem, man. I guess speaking of uh, urethra stones, I guess we can officially announce that the Grooky Gang has taken over Pokemon. Grookie, grookie, grookie gang. Grookie gang. Boo. Anybody who picked I, E-Boys. Uh, listeners E-boy. out there. <laughs> listeners out there. If you're part of the Sobble Squad, please sound off because I don't know a single one out there. I am the only person I've spoken to who picked Sobble. I want to know where all you crumbum score bunny fans came from. <laughs> they all converted over. They're like, man, fuck this little sad blob. I have no idea where these score bunny stands came from because literally no one was talking about him before the game came out. It's all the little Naruto guy. People saw the Naruto guy and they were like, I want him. And then no one talks about the fact that Cinderace doesn't look amazing. And they're just like, "Mm, if I close my eyes, I can remember he was Naruto guy. Cinderace's uh, swimming trunks look bad. Like, at least go full pants or go a little shorter on the length of the shorts. His hand is the size of, like, a firestone. I don't understand how he does anything with those two. His hands are the size of my kidney stones. <laughs> your pizza, Point, plonk, your pizza dick stones. Wow, t- way to tie it all up together there. I, I love that. Before we continue on with our super secret thing we haven't even announced yet that we're going to be talking about. Uh, me. So speaking of Alterac Valley from 20 minutes ago. So so me, Immune, and Aaron played, how many games was it? Two, three games together before you had enough? It was three, Yeah, the three of us played three together, and then I think Slide and I played two additional ones. Okay, so so I don't know how it fucking happened, but we managed to win three or four Alterac Valleys as Alliance in a row. After you got off, Aaron, we never lost. We kept winning. Dang. Yeah, because, like, this is the thing that, like, notoriously the Alliance can never do anything in, and, like, historically, I could also never do anything in whenever I've joined it. We just get rolled. But no, like, something was in the air last night when we were doing these, and we just won them over and over again, especially one in particular I am thinking of. Yes, so we were for sure going to lose this Alterac Valley. We were getting our asses kicked, and the Horde had pulled our boss, I don't know what his fucking name is, and our boss was at 90% by the time we started on their boss. We managed to kill their boss before they could kill our boss apparently there was a warrior i think it was a night elf warrior who was just standing in the room that the horde was in he was like uh the horde have our boss at uh 30 percent uh 25 (laughs) percent and i'm like i see you in there how the fuck are you alive dude how are they not killing you and so it turns out we were like oh man we're gonna fucking lose and then we get the victory screen and we're like what the fuck how did we win and the warrior is 
frantically typing in chat in all caps. They were at 1%. They had 1% health to kill. 1%. I was like, holy shit. Like, could that game get any closer? And can you imagine how pissed they were? They knew that they they started the kill before we did. And they were like, oh, yeah, we got this. And we fucking managed. You guys just had better DPS than they did? we just out-DPS them. And I think it was all me on my new Death Knight. Oh, mm mm-hmm. It, it was Good me old smiling. Chester and his level sixty-one skills. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I, I wish it was an achievement for like you killed the boss before they killed it at one percent because it's, it's like a thing that I can't even prove, but I'm gonna talk about for the rest of my life because we won that, we earned that win, boys, we did it. <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. I wasn't there. I was packing things away to move. Did you pack up your adjectives? <laughs> <laughs> we are now, uh, what is that show we've been called? Oh my god, like, Interplanet uh, Janet, she's Schoolhouse a galaxy Rock. girl. Yeah, come on, Amu. <laughs> come on, Amu. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> fucking pissing pi- piss rocks over there? <laughs> you, you fucking pissing the- You fucking pissing going the- spelunking with your dick rocks? Why you, why you pissing them pizza rocks for, huh? What are you doing? I can just- <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the pre-production meeting where it's like, okay, it's episode 51. Some people might be coming on for the special. Let's just do a good episode. And I was just frantically scribbling the word dick rocks over here. <laughs> well, I guess it is that time for us to officially announce what we are planning on doing for our sexiest NPC of the year. Of the year! Last week, we announced that we were taking nominations for our sexiest NPC of the year. But more recently, we decided that, well, first off, we will take into consideration any of the nominations that came forth, which was only like one, but that's okay. And we compiled all of the nomination, singular, and all of our previous sexiest NPCs of the week and created a nifty bracket in order to determine our sexiest NPC of the year. Here. I love that basically Here. we were like, hey, can we get some noms? And then we were like, you know, you know what? I'm not waiting for these fuckers to respond. We're going to move along with this bracket. <laughs> Fuck yo, we got we're, this. We, we would determine it anyways. I don't care about your opinion, valued listener. So we randomized the bra- this bracket. And in the first round, there are 16 sets of three sexiest NPCs. And... Only one will advance into the next round. I'm nervous. I don't I don't know if I can do it, honestly. So I'm going to give the mic to my good friend, sports newscaster Jimmy Pickles. And he's going to cover the rest of this. Hey, Jimmy Pickles here. Okay, Immune, keep going. Uh, explain it to the kids so we can get this thing started. Oh, well, hello there, Jimmy. I don't know where you came from, but welcome to the podcast. I was in the room the whole time. I was there when you were talking about piss racks. Okay, well, well, welcome. So as I was saying, we have the 16 matchups, and on this episode, we are going to speed round through these. We are going to give our reason for selecting, and whichever one gets the majority moves on to the round next round, where there are 16 sexiest NPCs left and to end the podcast we will quickly go through those so at the end of this podcast there will be eight NPCs left 
I didn't want to do the whole thing as Jimmy. I immediately backed down from that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I feel like I, Jimmy's going to get a little tired, and considering he doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even know any of these NPCs, probably. <laughs> you just go on my name, Jimmy. Anyways, Jimmy, goodbye. Jimmy has been subbed to WoW since 2005. Fuck off, Jimmy's Pizza Rock dick. Okay, he's got this. Hey, I'm the one with the pizza rock dick. All I'm saying is I think Classic should add some more stuff or else we're all going to unsub and play EverQuest again. Show <laughs> Jimmy. Alright, so are we starting this bracket? Guys, I'm, I'm so nervous looking at this list. Some of, some of these are hard. Like our first bracket, which I have to call the daddy bracket. Okay, mm. before we before we dive in, I will say that we will post this before... Um, or dur- as soon as we post the episode so that you guys can follow along if you, if you want to go to our Twitter and see this bracket. So go on. Go I on. would like to say so. This first one between these three sexy hunks, there is exactly one shirt. We have the defender of the Light Forge, Departos, the main deltoid data daddy, Archdruid Lathorius, and Derek Proudmore. Undead. Undead. <laughs> We got a lot of skin and a lot of rotting skin. Ah, uh, but um, oh, this is this one. I feel like, oh, so what? What should our format be for this? Should we like each present who we want first? Do we each shout it on the kind of three? How do we go about determining who gets to talk first and what base? What we're basing this off of? I feel like we just free for all it. As soon as we announce them all, we just go for it and see what happens. So, which I am going to immediately do. Of the three of these, I only consider one of them not annoying, and that's my main boy, Topartos. He doesn't judge me for accidentally winging an elephant. He doesn't show up and then disappear for months at a time. My boy Topartos is always around, provided you want to create a new <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, is he always around? <laughs> yeah, well, I 100% agree with with Aaron. I was also going to throw my vote for Topartos in this first round. I wanted to add a bit of mystery to it and not say who I was going to say, but, I mean, I don't see how we cannot send Topartos's beautiful pecs through. Like, Archdrew Lothorius, pretty hot, but... Uh, he just, he's doing that whole data thing, and I don't know how I feel about that. Derek Prodmore has been dead for a while, and he can't just come back and walk in and try to claim a title here. You know what I mean? So I feel like Tepartos has to go through. Okay, well, there we have it. Tepartos makes it to the next round here. So immediately on to our next bracket is, you know, three very spooky, sexiest NPCs of the week. First, we have the Jailer. <gasps> the Jailer. Then we have... The Jailer, get in chains. <laughs> the Jailer in chains. And then we have the Headless Horseman. And to round Ooh. it out, we have our boy Pedalfeet, the scariest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pedalfeet, the good old the good old Valentine's Day goblin. What is it? Love is in the air goblin. I forgot. Yeah, I, come uh, on. <laughs> I think for this one, I can eliminate Headless Horseman off of my list of people going through. He's pretty hot, but his head is just lacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm if I'm going for a sexiest, I want to make sure that mm, 100% of the body parts are there. I mean, and for me, something really important about a sexiest NBC of the week is a little bit of an air of mysteriousness. And, you know, I find that sexy. So I am thinking that I am going to vote for the Jailer. <sighs> I would have to agree because... And I hate to add this on because it's a bit of side canon, 
But uh, Pedalfeet also has confirmed that he doesn't exist right now. He's he's in the Twisting Nether for another three or so months. So I don't even think this boy would be able to claim the prize, even if he could. I'm voting for the Jailer. Listen, if you got whips and chains, I'm in. The Jailer goes through. Now, this next bracket we have, I like to call the Voluptuous Biddies. We got Barry the Beekeeper. <laughs> we have Lady Ashvane. And we have everyone's favorite, the Enchanted Emissary from the Mythic Plus Dungeon Apexes for this season. Fun fact, the, one of the main reasons why this week is a good Mythic Plus push week is because it's heavily Enchanted Emissary. Oh, fuck. Is that... Does that give her like a push? Does that give her like a point here? Like it's her week, guys. We can't shit on her on her week, can we? Oh, we'll I mean, see. I re- I absolutely refuse to. Who knows when she's gonna come back? You know, I had it narrowed down to two: Lady Ashvane or the emissary. And it, you know, as as slide said, it's her week, so I guess I gotta vote for the enchanted emissary. Whoa! You didn't even consider Barry the Beekeeper. Hold up. I very much did not. What? Hold up. I don't like where this is going. Are you guys not? But you guys aren't behind my boy Barry the Beekeeper who dances with bees? Now, I know you guys didn't do the bee quest like some of us here. But Barry the Beekeeper's got some sick moves. He's thick. He's cool. Hold up, though. I did the quest. I just didn't grind them out. So hold up. I don't like Barry. (gasps) Why? Why don't you like Barry? You go back to that episode you can hear light munching because I was munching on chips. I I was there for the big B being sexy. I didn't say nothing about no package deal with Barry. Wow, you know what? I'm, my vote is behind Barry the Beekeeper. I, I fucking love Barry. Lady Ashvane was hot, and then she turned not hot. So I think that eliminates her for me. She got real ugly, and I don't find that attractive. Barry, Barry's consistent. He showed up. He danced. And he's still dancing with the queen, okay? Oh, I, I see your point, but I'd say with a vote of two to one with bonus points for it being her week, the Enchanted Emissary moves on. I, I am, Not all of these you know will what? be easy. The most, upsetting we here, gotta... the most upsetting thing here is that I turned around and realized as I was talking, Immune had already fucking typed in Enchanted Emissary into the winner's bracket <laughs> during my fucking talk. How fucking rude is that? I hate the numbers it's just don't democracy lie. slide. This is bullshit. I am I'm starting a revolution. Somebody help. I I needed to Oh god. No. I'm sorry, but we must go on. And I think this one is hard for me. The next one is This is one of the most difficult in my opinion. Yeah. So we got King Murgle Murgle, very sexy. We have our girl Urel. And then we have last week's sexiest NPC of the week, Alex Straza. Oh, man. This is the true trifecta of beauty. You have body, you have adi adi, and you have... Honestly, it's, it's all body, right? I mean, look at them. They're fucking big boobs, big thighs, lovely legs. Large dorsal fins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, maybe that only applies to one of them. Okay, do you guys have an opinion about where you're leaning? I have a lot of opinions, because this is, this is where you have to truly break down what it means to be as sexy as NPC. Are you a joke? Are you a joke vote? Who's also, underneath it all, a very serious contender. 
Do you have big bazongas and can turn into a dragon? Or are you fierce and have a sweet haircut and went from zero to hero just like that? Hmm. This this is hard. I think I personally have it narrowed down to two. I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to say I respect power, I respect heritage, and I respect kinship. I'm going with my Draenor darling, Yorel. <sighs> well... I will counter and say that last week we said Alex Ross is perhaps the sexiest NPC we've ever named just based on sex appeal alone. So I feel like that's what I have to base my vote on. So I'm going to vote for Alex Ross. <laughs> Guys, no. I was going to go for the sweet, oh, no. sweet animations. The unique animations you get when you get to put on a suit. King Murgle Murgle, he's a king. He brings it all. He can he talks to the Murlocs. He's sensitive. He's caring. He cares for the environment. And he's been with us for so long. Uh, I, he was going to be my pick. But now I feel like we have to sway each other now. We have to, like, move the, the, the posts, right? Yeah, since it's a three-way tie, one of us needs to be convinced to vote for another. <sighs> I, I have been swayed. Wait, 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 hold up. I have also I been have swayed. also been swayed. <laughs> We've all been swayed. Okay, here's what we do. On the count of three, let's just say out loud who we want for this one. Because I think... Okay. We'll, uh, one. Two. Three. Uh, okay. Two Urel picks. I move mine from King Murgle Murgle to Urel. You have to respect where you came from. You have to remember where you were born. She was. She held our hand through Draenor. I'm going to go with Urel. She's my pick. I'm sorry, King Murgle. Oh, God. Yeah, and when I said I was swayed, I was I was actually saying that I could be swayed to vote for Urel as well. So I am cool with this. I just said it as a trap. Take that! <laughs> I was always for Yorel. Wow. That's a true Yorel move. What are these mind games we're fucking playing, huh? What are the fuck what are we doing? I thought we were friends, and here we are hurting each other. I'm gonna piss pizza rocks later. Well, we can move on into our next section of the bracket, and in this next matchup we have Nat Paggle, we have Kalia Manithil, and we have Salma Saldine. Why did you say Something it like tells that? me by the hesitance behind that name, you're not going to be pulling you, for Selma Selby. Can you please present all three as respectable can-be winners and not two going to go through and one failure? That's how you read it off as. I, I'm sorry. I forgot who she was, and I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I stumbled oh. through it. She makes the most beautiful mud pies for you. She right? Is that that's her, right? Or is that not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got the clipping toe. <laughs> she was on our one special classic episode. Ooh. Who could forget Salma? Mostly because you're stuck on her farm for four months. Yeah, I yeah, I, I did see a lot of Salma. And let me say, she's got some pretty reasonable thighs. And uh, I I, Nat Pagel, I feel like I'm gonna have to eliminate. I don't know if he can if he can hold up in the sexy bracket. He has more of a cool it was, attitude. It was early in our career. Yeah, he's like more of a cool guy who like is super chill. But is he truly sexy for a week? Yes. For the year, I can't smell that fish for this. T- I, I can't do it. No, it's too long. 
So I'm down to Kalia and Salma. What do you guys think? Well, I was going to come in hot and say that Kalia is the sexiest of these three. Think about her new model. Think about how thick she looks. Pretty thick, though I haven't seen it in game in game yet, which I guess doesn't have to be to be a part of this NPC of the week. We voted her in based on her new looks. So no, didn't you see her in that one um, war campaign? Oh wait, you're right. We have seen her once. You're mm-hmm. right. I forgot about she that. She had her power diaper on, but I'm willing to look past the power diaper. Ooh, the power diaper. I personally am pulling for Kalia in this one. I think your power diaper reminded me of. Why I wanted to pick Salma Saladin and her beautiful mud pies. Let's go, Salma! Okay, well, I'm sorry, Slide. Again, with a vote of 2-1, to one, Kalia advances. I feel like you're not even trying here. You're, just, you're not even listening to what I have to say. You're just going and just barreling through. Did you already write it in yet? You did! God! Uh, I'm sorry, I like... Salma is showing a little bit too much toe. It's, like, not classy. She's wearing a diaper. She's wearing a diaper. <laughs> that's some ho That's some old ass 2005 polygonal ho toe. <laughs> her, her, it's such an ugly diaper. It's so bad. Move. Let's move on. I'm getting mad. I'm not doing it. Aaron, you do this one. Well, hopefully this one will help mend some friendships slash relationships. It's high tinkerer Gelbin Mechatork. Grandfather Winter, the Dwarven version, and Moira Therazian. Which denizen of Dunmoreau will be your number one? Oh shit, you're right. This is a straight up like a nice little Ironforge pick here, huh? Possibly not for long though. What does that mean? Oh, and okay. I have <laughs> yeah. Ironforged my pick to be my boy Gelby. Let me tell ya, my pick would rule the Dark Iron. And her son will too. Moira, she's got them buns. She's a hot mom. A MILF always deserves to get this slot. And, like, just look at her. Immune? Are you already writing in your pick in the fucking bracket over there? That's blank, okay. No, because these are the two that I was stuck between. And I'm not sure which one to go with right now. Because, well... Now, let's not not write off Great Father Winter. Yes, he's only there... Uh, for like a month in December, but he brings you special toys, special toys uh, every year. Uh, his face says you're not thinking about it, not considering it. Okay, I I think I've decided. And sorry, Aaron, but I think I have to go with Moira. I have to stick with my priest sister and vote for her as the sexiest NPC. Well, welcome to the last episode of Do Not Relent, because I am hurt. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no, little did we know that this the start of this bracket would be the end of this podcast. <laughs> we need to have other people do this, not us. We're not even like just, halfway just, there. Just move on before I start crying. <laughs> Alright, for this next bracket, it's three sexy, strong women who we love. Asa Cloudsinger, Scout Venura. Who's Scout Venura again? And <laughs> she was in she was in Outlands. <laughs> and Grand Marshal Tremblade, aka Lady in the Fight House. You know I gotta give it to my Lady in the Fight House. If you're not She's a the... Draenor, darling. She's the Lady in the Fight House, yes. baby. Yes, I I wholeheartedly agree. 
my vote goes to Lady in the Fight House. Immune, what say you? It's a clean sweep. We are back on the same page, boys. Woo! Oh, she could fight me in that house. God, like, I'm, I just, I want her to beat me up one of these days and I'm getting my chest for my, for my conquest. Just, just punch me <laughs> once. Champion, come over here for a good ass whooping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, well, up next we have a matchup of Guzba, Ragnaros, and Voidmaster Evanshade. I'm honestly really glad for this bracket because it it eliminates two people who didn't have a poor chance at once. Oh, I feel so bad for <laughs> Okay, so like Guzba doesn't Guzba has no model. We cannot in good conscience The only <laughs> thing can't. Guzba has is a belt. I just I'm judging this based on a belt. <laughs> yeah, we we can't. And Voidmaster Evanshade, however, is sexy. He actually might be one of the like objectively sexiest models in the game a male void elf pretty hot but you can't be fucking hotter than ragnaros the fire lord like the history's there the beauty's there all of it's there i would have to agree my vote is for rag daddy himself rag dad on to the next round uh i have to call this one the sexy old ladies of warcraft we have Soulscrage Nola, everyone's favorite turtle bitch. We have Susan Tillinghast, who, if you're like me, had to also look up who this was, is an undead pirate lady in Lordaeron, I think, Lordaeron. And we have Grobulus of the Grob Squad, everyone's favorite abomination. No, he's like a different model. He's something. He's like a weird amalgamation. I won't lie to you, gang. I saw this one and I said, can we... You leave them all behind? I kind of almost felt the same, but I have a vote lined up unless we have further discussion. I, well, listen, I think we can all agree to give Susan Tillinghast the boot, right? Right? That she gets booted out of this. Yeah, get her out of here. All right. So, Susan, I'm so sorry, but just please leave. (laughs) Get up and take your shit out of here. Um... Now, obviously, we see a lot more of Scroll Sage Nola than we do of Grobulus these days. But Grobulus, that syringe still fucking gets me with his sexy fluids. I'm going to throw my vote behind Grob Squad. We don't play Classic anymore, but I still respect him for who he is, and he's trying his best out here. Yeah, I was, I was leaning towards Grob Gang as well. Mainly because I would feel weird voting for Scroll Sage Nola further in this than like a sexiest NPC of the week. She's she's honored to even be mentioned in a second episode, but it's gotta go to Grobby. Grob Squad. Okay, up next is one that could possibly be a little contentious. We have Flynn Fairwind, we have Mara Grimfang. And we have the entirety of the male Coltier and allied race. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that we made the entirety of the male Coltier and race sexiest NPC of the week. It was our time person of the year 2016. And also, don't forget the stipulation that they cannot change form at all. As soon as one of those druids turns into a wicker bear, it's over for you. You got a hand in your fucking award. I mean. Oh, oh! You know what? I thought this was easy, but then I remembered Flynn was in this. Now I don't know what to do. Uh 
I personally think that I'm going to eliminate Mara Grimfang from my list of people moving on. A, she's a monster. B, she's not as sexy as these two. I don't know. She's strong. She knows what she wants. She killed me like 17,000 times. That's got to be respectable. That's something. I, yeah, I guess. Oh, what are you guys? What are you guys' thoughts? Where do your Where do your thoughts and prayers lie? Hmm. This one's actually a little tough for me, but I think I am going to cast my vote for Flynn because it's a tangible one person. I think I'm going to cast my vote for the entirety of the Colterian male allied race because it's intangible. There's so many of them; they exist everywhere, and they exist nowhere, and they're everyone unless they're a druid in one of their forms. Much like the big Detroit choir in America's Got Talent, I gotta vote for the vague multitude of people all screaming on stage. Cult here in male allied races who don't change into their druid forms, get on up here. This feels so unfair to Flynn. He had a bad matchup. Like, if he was against Guzba and fucking, like, Nat, he would have cleaned it. He would have cleaned house. He got put in a bad seed. I blame the seeder for this one. I use random.org list randomizer to create this bracket. Fuck you, random.org. You fucked over Flynn. The the random.org also kind of fucked over these next three, because I think all three of these next three could possibly advance into the next round, or probably in any other matchup may have. These are clearly three winners pitted together early in, air quotes, drama. <laughs> Yeah, so we have Queen Ajara herself, we have John J. Keyshawn, and we have Sky Captain Swayze. What do you guys think of this threesome of hot, sexiest NPCs of the week? I've got to give my vote to weapons and facial hair. I am all on the John J. Keyshawn train. Oh boy. Well, I'm, I'm, I am fucking, (sighs) this is so hard. Obviously, I'm between all three right now. It's just weird, because I, I kind of feel like Sky Captain Swayze is kind of a dark horse. Like, people are like, why is he in here? But then it's like, look at his model. Look at his artwork on fucking, like, Wowpedia or whatever. Like, he is so hot, because he's just Patrick Swayze. Um, fuck. I mean, I mean, what, what do you have to say about this? What is what is your pick? Based on my criteria from last round, I was also going to eliminate Swayze just because he's not as present. You know, we like Queen Ajara has been around and been present for a long time, and Keyshawn has been sexy for a long time in game as well. Now, hang on though, but do you have to be around for a long time to be sexy? No, but I was just saying that they've both been around for a long time, present and sexy. Okay, okay, I'm just trying to apply logic, because, like, Yorel went through, but she was around the least amount between those, that bracket, you know what I mean? So I think it's such a, such a crapshoot. It's so hard. Alright, I'm gonna fucking cast my vote behind Queen Azara. I think she's hot, she's beaten my ass so many times, I can't fucking unsee her in my dreams. <laughs> Queen Azara gets my vote for this one. For that same reason, I am going to vote against her, because... She had done us so much harm for so long in that raid. So I am going to vote for John J. Keyshawn because he is shirtless, sexy, and holding all of those weapons. Um, do you know where uh, do you know where Jara's shirt is? is she, isn't she also shirtless? Isn't she also holding many weapons, aka her tentacles 
He's already writing it into the thing, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I don't know why you're giving me shit about this. We gotta keep keep moving. What's the rush? We have all night. I, my family would like me home. I'm running a Your family can I need wait. Some rest. Your turkey trot doesn't matter here. This is serious business. And you know what else is serious business? These three titans of sexual appeal. We're talking Yalnu. We're talking Princess Theridas. And we're talking the one write-in candidate, Mara Finkelstorm. Huh. I kind of feel like I want to vote Mira just to make the fan vote matter, <laughs> even though I I can't. I can't. Yalnu is the winner in my heart. He was there for us in Draenor. He, he, the Everbloom is so sexy. He's my pick. Well, okay. I'm going more more faces to smooch, more boobies to smurgle. <laughs> I'm going Princess Theridus. Oh, no. Well... <laughs> I am going to vote for the fans on behalf of the fans and part of Team Chaos. I am voting for Mira Finkelstorm. Aaron, your family's never going to see you again because we got to figure this shit out. Okay, so somebody remind me. Mira Finkelstorm. She's a gnome. She is sitting at. She is a gnome. She is sitting at the Veil of Eternal Blossoms playing Hearthstone with another gnome. And being sassy at him. What color is her hair? Do we know? Girl, it's a female gnome. You know exactly what she looks like. That girl's got pink pigtails. Okay, okay. Now, y- now Yal- Yalnu, can someone describe Yalnu's hairstyle for me? Does Vines? he have a hairstyle? Uh, like, just look at it. Like, it's it's beautiful. How can you not pick that beautiful mane of vines and grass? Okay, I am going to vote against Mara, and it will become apparent later, but I've got to push Yalnu. Push Yalnu now. Okay, fine. He's got more limbs to love ya, because he has four legs, right? And two arms. But he doesn't have three faces. <laughs> Goodbye, princess. Oh, you know what? Hang on, hang on. You know, stop the vote, stop the vote, stop the vote. Ah. <sighs> I forgot how hot that fart was on Princess Theridas when she sits on you. And, go, and uh, I think I'm going to move my vote to Princess Theridas, leaving us at 1-1-1. One, one, one. Scandalous. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm moving it back to Princess Theridas. Princess Theridas gets to move on. I mean, do you have any vote switches? I would like to retcon my vote and say that Princess Theridas is the sexiest NPC to ever grace herself on this podcast with her farts. Well, don't spoil with our okay. I was like, well, don't spoil the winner. All right, next up, we have quite a hodgepodge here. I'm not gonna lie to you; <laughs> it's quite a mix of people in this one. We have Assad, the genie elemental. What are they called again? We have the gene. The the gin. The gin. I'm so sorry. Genie's derogatory. We have Grand Admiral Just Tareth, the boat lady, who gives us. Trips to the other continent. And the one, the only, the white wizard himself, Cadgar. My vote goes to Cadgar. My vote also goes to Cadgar. Assad is not memorable enough. We literally had a whole bit where we didn't know who he was. And Grand Admiral Jess Tareth has been around for years. She knows that Bob haircut is nothing. <laughs> I'm going for Cadgar. 
<laughs> well, quickly on to our next round, we have Elise Starseeker, we have Alliday and White Cloud, and we have Gen Greymane. Come on. This even this is again an easy matchup. If you're it's not again. It's easy. If you're not voting Aladdin White Cloud, why even bother living on this fucking earth? Well, see you from space, muchacho, because my vote goes to Gen Greymane. <laughs> Same, though. Same. Same. But this sets up a tough one next round with Khadgar and Gen. Hmm. Oh, fuck. Wow, you're right. That's going to be a toughie. Right, next up, we have the strong... Are these all human men? Of, They're all of, human men of, of, right. with black hair. We have the human man category of of our bracket here. We have Commander Linden, uh, our podcast's namesake. We have Navigator Swink, Stark Defender of the Alliance, even though he's a fucking pirate. And we have Edward Stevens, who admittedly, I forget who he is. Is he the fish vendor? He's a sausage vendor. Sausage vendor. Okay, I, I got it. I kind of got it. Ooh, okay, you know oh, this, is, this is this should be easy. But being it a sausage But being a sausage the, vendor the, these other these other two losers showed up just to get fed to Linden. You hear that? Wait, it's just stopped at our house. Very much so. Now it's out. That's that is come that is the ambulance coming to pick up Navigator Swink and Edward Stevens as they lie face down in defeat that the commander <laughs> Linden dealt them. <laughs> As Lyndon points up to the WrestleMania sign. And then he says, another down. Do not relent. All right. This last one here we have on our, what is this category called? What? Not semifinals, quarterfinals. Is this quarterfinals? Well, this uh, is the first round. Is this, this is just called yeah, first this is round? The, this is the Isn't initial round. We have, I think semi's as big as you get. We have the Honeyback Hive Mother who Aaron said was way sexier than Barry. We have Emity Autoblast from the me- from the Heritage the, Armor yeah, quest. The gnome gnomes. Heritage Armor. And we have our literal father, Nazoth, Tentacle King. I feel fucked up because I w- did not vote for Mera because my whole joke was that I was going to vote for M80, who looks exactly the same. But I did. I forgot that Daddy, that Nazadi was in this one. My vote goes for Tentacle Dad. Uh, uh, for me, it's got to be the same. You know, we've worn his eye for so long. It would be sacrilege to do anything else. I also agree. Our dad continues. But this really, really is going to fuck me up. When we have to fucking determine, is Nazoth sexier or is Commander Linden sexier? Our two dads are going to be fighting. They're going to be fighting. I hate it when dads are fighting. <laughs> it's a deeply emotional beginning that will shape the impact of the, the, what we announce at the first annual Best Bakers. Best Bakers Award. And with that, we have reached the end of the first round of the sexiest NPC of the year. 32 beautiful broken bodies stand before us, and 16 winners advance to the next round. What will happen? Who will win? We'll have to find out probably on a, another additional episode. And then after that, we'll find out the finals at the first annual Best Bakers Award Show. I really wish we thought of this idea last week because that would have been even perfecter. But this is also good. Oh, my God.
Cooper, the dog is in here now. Cooper, do you have any opinions on the sexiest NPC of the year? He didn't. <laughs> oh, Coopy. But yeah, I think with that, I think we're going to be finished here. We're not going to do anything else. We, we can't do a sex NPC of the year. We, we can't add someone else into the bracket now, right? That's foolish. So I guess we're just going to we're going to call it here. If you have any uh, emails, suggestions, comments, if you want to submit a late NPC edition, I'm not opposed. I don't care. We'll, we, we can slot them in somewhere in their own bracket. Uh, you can email us at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet at us at do not relent pod on Twitter. What about you guys? We're going to find you on the internet. You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. And you can read our musings on LiveJournal.com at LiveJournal.DoNotRelent.com. I guess tune in next week for our one-year anniversary and whatever shit show we decide to produce. We'll see what we get. Whoop, I feel whoop. like it's going to be loosey-goosey and crazy. But we can guarantee it will be called the first annual Best Bakers Award Show presented by Do Not Relent Pod. And Truly Hard Seltzer with a hint of black cherry at Truly Live Truly. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC Network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.